0: Hello and welcome to Sangam Lit. This is Nandini Karki and in this episode we receive insights about the right kind of taxation as portrayed in Sangam literary work Purananuru 184 penned about the Pandya king Arivudainambi by the poet Pisirandayar. The verse is situated in the category of paadam or praise and renders words of advice to this king Kainel aruth kavalum kolini maanirivu illadum palnaakku agum nur seru aayinum tamittu pukku unine vai puguvadininum Peri the Kedukum Ari would Neri Arindu Kolini, Kodi Yat, Nadi Peri the Nandum Melly and Kilavan Agi, Vaihalum, Varise Aria, Kallin Sutramuddi, Parivada by Pindam Natchin, Yani Pukapulam Pole, Tanum unnan Ulakamum Kedumi. Although all the scholars seem to categorize this verse as praise of a patron, it has more characteristics pertaining to podhuvialtine or common themes. The reason scholars have chosen the former category of praise is because a particular king is being sung to and he happens to be the Pandya king Arivudai Nambi who was the contemporary of the Chola king Koperun Cholan, the personal favourite of this poet the poet's words can be translated as follows. If a ripe paddy on a fraction of a field is harvested and made into balls of food, then it would last for many days. Whereas even if it's a hundred fields, if the elephant were to enter on its own to eat rather than what enters its mouth, that which perishes at its feet will be greater. If a wise king collects righteously then yielding millions the country will prosper but if a senseless person becomes the leader surrounds himself all the time with a loud company who do not know what's right and wrong and consequently he desires things taken by force without kindness akin to that field into which an elephant entered he shan't gain anything and the world will be ruined too. Let's delve into these words of wisdom. The poet starts by talking about a tiny paddy field from which paddy is patiently harvested and then made into balls of food so as to be granted to an elephant. He says, if this were the case, then even the minuscule field would be enough to feed the giant for many, many days. On the other hand, even if there are a hundred fields and you let the elephant loose there, then more than what the animal eats, what falls to ruin beneath its feet, will be greater, says this poet. After imprinting this contrasting truth, the poet says if a king is wise and collects taxes from his people knowing the right measure, then millions he would earn and his country too would flourish. On the other hand, if this king is kind of foolish and only keeps company of those who agree with him who do not know the measure of things, and in these circumstances if he were to collect copious amounts of taxes by force from his people, then exactly like that field where the elephant entered for a meal, the king will not attain enough and in the process his country will be doomed too. In a nutshell, the poet is advising the king not to senselessly collect disproportionate taxes by brute force, but to be wise and collect only what's appropriate for the circumstances. While this verse provides a relatable and simple truth in the fields of economics and governance, I would like to turn to another subtle point mentioned here about the kind of advisors around a leader. No matter how powerful this leader may be, the people around them, their advisors, should not stand in awe but counsel with wisdom, says this verse. While it's tempting for leaders to choose people who agree with them all the time, great things happen when their unwise actions are challenged by those close to them and the right course of action is pointed out. If followed everywhere, this is something that's sure to make the world flourish like that field which an elephant has no cause to enter. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.